because none of this really matters. And uh, last week we talked about, <laughs> uh, what did we talk about? Football movies. That was cool. And the hour of Marvel talk. So there's already been football games for you guys that we don't know the results of. We're speaking from the past. Hold the door, if you know what I mean. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even watch Game of Thrones. I only seen that scene. But it was cool, though. Um... But now we're doing the 1999 draft. Mm -hmm. The movie draft was fun last time. It was our first time, so we're kind of getting used to it, getting the feel for it. Yeah. But I feel like this second time around, now it's just us three. Mm -hmm. I feel like now we will. It'll be more fun because it's like less people, like less selections. Yeah. So it'll be kind of more exciting because there's like more of a chance to get the movies we want, and uh, and uh, like the draft. Oh, we need to get the draft order, Rob. Yes. Um. The random selector and 1999 is the year yep. that we're doing. So that'll be fucking for the 99, 99 to 2000, but just 1999. So it'll be fucking cool. All right, here we go. Who's Play going first? Way. And going first is Nate. Oh, let's go. <laughs> oh, my God. I already know. I already know. It's going to be Amanda next. Amanda goes next. Watch. It's going to be Watch. Order. Watch. And then Rob's going to get the turn. got to go again. Wait, Nate. what do you mean? It was Nate again. Oh, yeah, all right. There's only three of us, so it's really hard. Yeah, so just get. It's a gigantic. It's going to be Amanda, and then Rob's going to get the third. Watch. That's how it's gonna be. Nate again. You need to go get some scratchers. Yeah. Play the lottery. I mean, I tried that shit last week. I spent thirty dollars on scratchers. Worst advice ever. You're being lucky. Go spend useless money. Ah, Rob's number two. So. Ooh, but <laughs> but Menda gets the back to back. Yeah. Yeah, you do. But I get. I have to wait to get my back to back picks. But anyways. Actually. Kind of sort of. I mean, really? I mean, there's like a pro. Both. Yeah, there's a pro to every every side. All right, so Nate, you're up. So with the first pick, oh my god, 99s. You know what I'm bigging, Vanda? All right, or let me go to my episode 76. Episode 76 movie draft. 1999 movie draft. Then the first pick that I am getting is Eyes Wide Shut with Tom Cruise. That's for, my first. For which category? For drama. Okay. Wasn't even my radar because I <laughs> already knew. I was so you like, guys are telling uh, me I could have waited on that one? Yeah. Well, I'm picking Eyes Wide Shut. Yeah. I, I, I already I, knew. I have to. Everybody. I have to. Yeah. Stanley Kubrick's last movie. His, ugh, he's never made a bad movie. And, oh my God. They're like, there's... I remember the first time. Have you guys ever seen Eyes Wide Shut? Uh, it's on Netflix, vaguely. by the way. They just put it on yeah, Netflix just seen that. a couple weeks ago. It's if you watch it, it takes 
course over one night mm-hmm. and it's with nicole kidman mm-hmm. and tom cruise okay in 1999 in 1999 nicole kidman and tom, and tom cruise? cruise were on top of the world that's why they were together so stanley kubrick his vision like his idea was to make like a sexual erotic thriller with two of the biggest movie stars in the world mm-hmm. which that's not what the movie is but that's how it was marketed because there's like there's a whole bunch of mythology around the making of the movie it took over a year to make this movie of during filming because of how meticulous Stanley Kubrick is on all mm-hmm. of his on all of his movies but it's but with this um eyes wide shut it took over a year to shoot it and it takes wow. place in New York City but towards the end of uh Stanley Kubrick's uh life mm-hmm. uh he was scared of flying so they shot it all in London okay so so yeah um they sorry i just fucking zoned out for like <laughs> half a second so so yeah they shot it all in London and uh with like set pieces that made it obviously made it look like New York but even when you watch it you're like but that's kind of the point because this looks like New York, but at the same time, it looks like he's in like some fantasy world, which is the theme of the movie, that it's a, f- a wild fever dream where he's just kind of going deeper, deeper into a rabbit hole. And it's basically the movie is about like Nicole Kidman confesses that like, oh, she had a fantasy, a sexual fantasy about another man in her dreams. She had a dream about having sex with another dude. Mm-hmm. And so Tom Cruise's character is like, what the fuck? <laughs> like... <laughs> <laughs> and goes off into the night uh-huh. <laughs> and he's like how dare you yeah and like goes tries to get it like a prostitute damn and then tries and then he go but he goes out to like this christmas party it's the beginning of the movie mm-hmm. they're getting ready to go to the party they go to the party he meets his old uh classmate that he went to medical medical school with mm-hmm. And uh, his, his name is Nick Nightingale. I don't know why I remember that name. Because <laughs> he's cool. Nick Nightingale. <laughs> Nick Nightingale. He's a piano player. And he's like, he's like, actually, I'm going to play a piano at this party out in the you know upstate or whatever. Uh, you should come. Mm-hmm. And so he goes and he's like, all right, sounds good. And then like, while Tom Cruise is on his adventure, he goes to the party. And it's like this weird masks, masked like orgy that they're having. Mm-hmm. And it's like once they call him out and then in the middle of the party, they call him out. They're like, remove your mask. And it's just like and then it just gets weirder and weirder. And even to the last line, it's one of my favorite last lines of the movie movie, um, said by Nicole Kidman. I don't want to say it, Mm -hmm. but I just it's just it's so worth it because she says the line and then boom, it ends. And it's such a, just such well, and this is not a new thing that I'm saying for any Stanley Kubrick movie, but it's just so perfectly put together. Mm-hmm. And like, just like the things he runs into, the characters, you would mm-hmm. think it's like, it's as if like a Coen Brothers movie and how like absurd that comedy is. Mm-hmm. It's like if that was like a serious tone, okay. you'd be like, what <laughs> the fuck? Like, it's just um... so weird. It's such a weird movie, but it's so. It, it says a lot like there's undertone obviously the whole like this is what rich people do like on their free time they all get together and do these weird masked orgies but like Stanley Kubrick is Jewish so like he and it's also an adapted screenplay it's not like an original thing 
it's from like this old old like novel like novella like that is about that it's the same story Mm -hmm. but it's about being jewish and like being you know kind of because when he's walking in the street he gets like oh you fucking you're like he gets like beat up or whatever and then when he's at the party it's kind of like a metaphor for like they catch him that he's jewish like expose who you really are kind of thing oh wow so there's like underlying themes and that's again for every kubrick movie everything Mm -hmm. is on purpose so like the layers that there is to his movies it's so worth watching just like 2001 a space odyssey one of my favorite movies of all time it's one of the it probably is the greatest movie ever made 2001 a space odyssey because of the philosophical just like the existentialism of 2001 a space odyssey it's so big and how much like you like i've said this before like you could watch 2001 once every five years and get something new from it yeah so eyes wide shut is my stanley kubrick movie first overall pick okay i just wanted to eyes wide shut i had to take it first it's like um what's that movie with justin long where he like trips out with the with the day and he's at that party the wave the wave i never seen that oh that's the one that made me cry all right uh rob is second mm-hmm. yes Damn, I gotta wait a minute to fucking pick. Uh, I'm gonna pick my drama also because I need this, and that is gonna be the Green Mile. Oh, Stephen King. Damn. Yeah, I had to. Freaking Tom Damn. Hanks. R.I.P. What's his name? Uh, Michael Clark Duncan. Mm-hmm. Yes. The Green Mile's such a good fucking movie. Long ass movie. It's super it's long. long. Great but movie it's good. though. But it's like. Damn. It goes. That's like. Oh, buddy, um, from Hammer Tech, Iron Man 2. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> he's, we, uh, he's in everything. The bad guy. Hold on. Justin Hammer. Hold on. I know who you're talking about. Mm-hmm. I know his name. That's the thing. Yeah, you definitely he know was in, his name. He was in Three Billboards in uh, Ebbing, Missouri, that movie. His name is Sam Rockwell. Sam, Sam Rockwell. Rockwell. We've talked about him before. For uh, we sure. have. We yeah, he's so good. Yeah, he's in like some underrated movies, but like his performances are super good. I think he, Sam Rockwell is a super underrated actor. Mm-hmm. But like even him in uh, Iron Man Two, when uh, when he's talking to Mickey Rourke, yep. mm-hmm. he's like, "I'll get you a bird." Like that. <laughs> I just think that scene is so cool. He's so funny with his like. glasses. <laughs> but uh, the Green Mile that. I was expecting that to go early, not going to lie. But fucking great movie. Great movie. I used to have that on DVD. I think I sold it back to Zia. Good. It's super Tom good. Hanks. That's like one of the cooler Tom Hanks roles, I feel like. I like I really like that role for Tom Hanks. Also one of the milder Stephen King movies. Mhm. It's <laughs> unlike any other Stephen King. Unlike any other Stephen King movie. Very mild. Actually kind of positive. Yeah. <laughs> There's still some killing and all that, but you know. Yeah, I feel like it, in the Stephen King Hall of Fame of movies, like like you know how we did for Tom Cruise, just mm-hmm. like the not a top ten, but just a ten Hall of Fame. Mm-hmm. Do you think the Green Mile goes in there? Of like all for the for Stephen King. Yeah, Probably, of like yeah. adapted yeah, movies. Yeah, because yeah. yeah. most people don't like Stephen. A lot of people are scared of his movies. That was the one movie they were like, okay. Mm-hmm. Watch it. The best one is The Shining. 
Stanley Kubrick. <laughs> I mean, Stephen King. Stephen King didn't even like The Shining. Right. He was like, that's not, that's not what it's, it. my book is about. <laughs> Until Dr. Sleep came out, and they're like, that's what the book was about. But Dr. Sleep was fire. I loved Dr. Sleep. Me and Titi watched that together. I was like, damn. this is." A, I was expecting not to like it. I was yeah. like, why are you touching like this story at all? Like Kubrick did it, almost made it untouchable, where it's mm-hmm. like he took Dr. Sleep, the book, and just changed, flipped it up to where no one could touch it again. Right. But then they actually made a sequel to mm-hmm. The Shining. Which it's been just The Shining is The Shining. It yeah. forever will be The Shining. Yeah. And every almost every scene can be adaptable in in other random movies or seen in other For movies. For sure. Ready Player One. Ready Player the One. Hallway scene. Perfect example. The Shining. Exactly there's so many like the Simpsons and just the way they redo. It's mm-hmm. like iconic. Yeah. The Shining is yeah. one of the best like horror movies ever top mm-hmm. five of all time mm-hmm. any decade any era right. just like the shining Harry potter with the maze just the, the f- yeah maze. exactly just like the fact that like stanley kubrick decided to make a horror movie mm-hmm. people were just like wow what the fuck because he never even touched that era like genre at all but because some of his movies were already like hor- scary but not in a horror sense, but like, you know, Dr. Strangelove in a way is like a comedy, right? but it can also be scary because of how, like the stakes that are at hand. But 2001 Space Odyssey, Space Odyssey can be scary because of, you know, Howl 9000 and like, mm-hmm. like just, I don't know, but like the fact the that's the unknown of it all and Kubrick going in on, you know, I mean, Barry Lyndon, the another movie he made about a essentially like a psychopath um, or a sociopath, um, that can be scary as well. But like him actually doing a horror, doing, yeah. like no, like just obviously blatantly a horror movie, and uh, being it being effective, and how many layers there are to his movie. Uh, I think Stephen out of Stephen King movies, The Green Mile is in there. Yeah, but also The Shining. It's like two of my favorites, mm-hmm. but pick number three. Pick number three. I. Oh, you took that in drama, Rob. Yeah. Okay. I'm gonna do my blockbuster. Okay. Because I got to Got to get it out of the gate. What I know you about to do. Wait. It. I know it. Star Wars Episode One. Okay, <laughs> I thought she was going to do something else. All right, cool, okay, cool, I'm cool, not cool, even going to cool. say another movie. Yeah, I'm not saying shit else. Because I, I know. Oh, Rob... but you're going back to back. Yeah. Okay, go, Menda. We're okay. talk on uh, Star Wars: Phantom Menace because we could go in on Phantom Menace. Phantom Menace was that the. Shut bitch. the fuck up! Anybody <laughs> say yes, you shit, ho? Can you hear my mom? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I actually have Full Metal Jacket. That has nothing to do. I thought I had a <laughs> the only Stanley Cooper movie I have right there on VHS. Um, Star Wars: Phantom Menace. Phantom Menace, fire. Okay, first of all, that's George Lucas. That, that's for blockbuster. Um, uh, four hundred seventy-five million killed, killed U.S. box office. 
over 1 billion worldwide. Worldwide. That in 99. 99. Uh, so you adjust that for today's price. Yeah. I don't I don't know how many times I've watched it so like good. more than I can count on my hands. They did all that before Disney. Exactly. I mean, just the storyline, uh the or yeah, the origin, the origin story. Um, the poster was cool. He wrote this already, didn't he? He wrote this when he mm-hmm. wrote 4, 5, and 6. He wrote, yeah, he had the whole character. He had... Oh, my gosh. But, yeah, this was... And this, I talked about... I think we were talking about Spielberg or some shit. But we were talking about Star Wars. And um, George Lu- this is the first time George Lucas directed a Star Wars movie since the first one. Because mm-hmm. he gave Empire Strikes Back to someone else. And he gave Return of the Jedi to someone else. But like George Lucas, this is his first movie he directed since Star Wars. Because after Star Wars, he didn't make another movie. He was just writing and like conceptualizing because of the, you know, Indiana Jones. Like just anything he was doing with uh, the light and magic uh, Mm -hmm. shit. And uh, but George Lucas coming back and he was like pushing it like the the confines of like filmmaking yeah. obviously like my favorite part of uh episode, this is episode two but um attack of the clones when uh the the planet it's one of my favorite things in star wars is the planet that's all city yes yes i think that's one of my favorite things i've ever seen in a star wars movie was in episode two but in episode one he bringing back like George Lucas actually directing and being like, okay, we're doing the original trilogy mm-hmm. the, or the prequels. And then like the John Williams score, the duel of fates, the dun, 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 that score is insane. If you play um, Battlefront 2, every time you pick Darth Maul, that's when that, that plays in the background. Yep. The duel of fates. That's the, my favorite score, like song. In a soundtrack, ever. Duel of Fates, it's so fucking yeah. good. Darth Maul, I mean, just the char- his character alone, mm-hmm. like, pushed everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, Queen Amidala, and then, of course, Anakin, little, little baby, Anakin. baby like Anakin. Double-sided lightsaber? You're like, bruh. Like, he's about to kill everybody. Yeah. And he does the... He's a... But, like, seeing him at the beginning the of the trailer, movie... Just like- with the mm-hmm. with the cape, yeah. When you see him with the hooded, and he's like tracking down Anakin. Mm-hmm. I think that part, and then also Liam Neeson as right. Qui Gon Jinn, like that changed my life. His role changed my life yep. for real. Yep. I have such a big connection with Phantom Menace in general mm-hmm. because of the part when he's fighting Darth Maul. Yep. And like when you remember the, which is another cool concept, the laser walls. Yep. And um, they fucking they go up like every thirty seconds, yep. thirty mm-hmm. seconds up, and then thirty seconds down. There was when they were fighting, mm-hmm. and then they were on opposite sides. When Qui Gon Jinn got down on his knees and like took He's a like, deep breath, when the and he was like about to go into battle, and this dude just gets on his knees and closes his eyes. That stuck with me for the rest of my life. Yep. I was like in the middle, in the heat of the moment, he was like, "I need to." Still lost. Mm-hmm. But still, the fact that he did <laughs> it. I, I think that's why I was upset. I was like, man, you did all that. You still lost. That was so fucking cool. That was such a badass, like, yeah. I'm a master Jedi move. But yeah. it was for the greater good. Yeah. And I, I think he passed on to Obi-Wan. Of course. 
They said he was. Of a, course. I think they said uh, Qui Gon is probably he's like top four or five most powerful Jedi. Like yeah, ever. there's like a yeah. They were like, like next to Yoda. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was like he's up there because he taught Yoda how to do the I can speak to you like, the dead thing. Yeah. Yeah, and then that was good. He's a great. He's a great force user. Is what they call the prequels are really good, especially Phantom Menace right. because when you get a sense of like Yoda. Yep, Yoda. Seeing Anakin and being like, I don't Mm-mm. like since the be you realize since the beginning, Yoda was like, I don't really fuck with Anakin right. for real. Right. Like, like you had like Obi Wan. Like this is this is all you. This is your but right but Qui Gon was the Qui Gon was the real one because he knew he was like this has to happen because y'all have gone too far into your dogma and your belief. Mm-hmm. You've gone too far. And then the Sith have gone too far. Mm-hmm. Like he, this guy, he was that like actual yeah. seeing it as it is. Yes. Uh, mm-hmm. Yes. And being like Anakin needs to come up. Yeah. With somehow. Yeah. He, then he, he ended up ha- Yeah. Ended up having to choose a side. Yeah. Because the whole time he was in between because he was getting neglected by, you know, the Force. Mm-hmm. And then seeing like how he like seeing. Anakin as a child and being like he's smart as fuck yeah and then being like, like prodigy also just watching the first one you're like how does he end up being Darth Vader exactly. like so it's like you're like I guess watching when you rewatch episode one two and three you're like he's about to be on a full you know turn mm-hmm. as a character and it's super cool seeing little kid Anakin also the pod racing yeah that was mm-hmm. one of my favorite scenes Made so many games after that. Yeah, yeah. the N sixty four game they made. And they had the um. There was an arcade version of that. That's you could cool. Do the, uh, oh, the actual mm-hmm. things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's so cool. Yeah, the pod Phantom Menace. Great blockbuster. One of the, probably the biggest movie of the year. One of the biggest. Mm-hmm. Um, your second pick or your yeah your second pick. Okay, so that was my blockbuster one. Um, my second pick. I'm gonna do what category? I'm gonna do drama. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna do boys don't cry. Nice. Wow. Nice. Hillary Swank. Yeah. Hillary Swank. That movie that changed. That's my crazy. Life. That movie. I was like. I didn't know what was going on. That was my first I ever saw. Yeah. So watching it, of course, when you're like 10, when you're like 10, 11, I'm like, Bruh, I don't know what's going on, but this shit is fucked up. This is not cool. I know it's not right. Right. Seeing like, I saw the butterfly effect when I was a little kid and I was like, What's going on? Yeah, I was like, I just know the vibes. Are right, not, the vibes right. it makes are me not feel right. Uncomfortable. Yeah, you're like, no, 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 no. It's like not this it. dude got fucking. Seeing, re, like rewatching touched. it as I got older, I was like, it's actually really powerful. This power movie movie yeah is way <laughs> way before its time. Yeah, watching it now, I'm sure. Watching it now is like it's still relevant. Yeah, obviously. Yeah, but it's way more acceptable now. It's like way more like. But in '99, oh, I think that movie really changed my outlook than, on lesbians. I was like, she just wants to be a. She just wants I feel to like be that movie, boy. Mm-hmm. like, got shadow banned in relative oh, yeah. relating oh, yeah. to Brokeback Mountain because mm-hmm. at least Brokeback Mountain received hate, but it's like mm-hmm. I feel like Boys Don't Cry like, shoved that down. Yeah, yeah, because it was like this shit happens all the fucking time. 
He was just and, hating on her because yeah. he wanted to be a boy. Yeah. Like what? Yeah. And it was it was just very That's very powerful. Hillary Swank, of course, mm-hmm. just great. Did she get nominated for anything? I feel like yeah, she did. Oh, she got uh for best actress. Nice. And she won, I think. Let's see what it's on. That movie. I, I, got that I haven't watched that movie But I got that in drama. Yeah. Okay. I haven't watched that movie since I saw that first. Yeah, I feel like that's a... It's one of those movies, because there are a lot where they're great movies, but you only need to you see them need, once. That movie, it, when you're older and you understand, it can be a, a one and done. Mm-hmm. I think because, I might watch it since I haven't seen it since I was Yeah, like since you 12. were little. I was like yeah. 12 or Just like see yeah. what it, they were really saying. Yeah, exactly. But it's like... Because when you're young, there's just the parts that stick out and the... Is like that's the only thing, and I just remember yeah, feeling so like, uh, bad. I wanted to fight for her. Yeah. There's that movie yeah. Irreversible uh, about the girl being. I saw that, and it was one of the best movies I've ever seen. Like one of the best editing I've ever seen in a movie. The best. It was so good, but I there was like the ten minute scene. It's ten minutes long, and I remember. Trigger warning, everybody. Sorry. Yeah. yeah sorry. 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 For a podcast. Trigger warning, everyone. And um. Gaspar Noé, the director, he received so much hate. He was like, why would you make it that long? Like, why would you just show? He was like, what do you want me to do? Like, make it look good? Right. Or, like, shorten it and make right. it easy to watch? Right. And um, When from a victim's perspective, that's that the longest 10 minutes The long, there. Right, exactly. And I remember I saw it, and I was like, my jaw dropped. I was what I didn't even know what it was about. I was going into it, just mm-hmm. watching it because I love Gaspar Noé. I love mm-hmm. all of his movies, but that's one I had never seen before. And I threw it on and I was home alone. Thank God I was home alone. And I was like, when that scene started, I caught myself like my jaw was like, I was like that for like the entire scene. Yeah. And I was like, this is fuck it was rough it was so rough and then you know there's one of those movies like boys don't cry where it's like you see it once and you're like okay yeah i'm good it's great but it's like it takes a lot if you i think as a kid even you understand like you're i, w- I think i was crying at that point and then even you watching it you're like i'm just in full tears yeah. because you see it from the story from the beginning yeah like Hillary Swank in, in in the character like has to leave home mm-hmm. in order to be this person, mm-hmm. you know, and small town, right? Making a whole life, and then it's like I have to hide who I am and all of this stuff, and then you meet this person, right? Who just wants you to be yourself, mm-hmm. but everybody wants her, right? And then there's some hating ass people in that's the world. Yeah. I think that's the that part I remember. And ass that's people. the one thing. The beyond there was all of the overarching thing was just hate. I remember mm-hmm. that being yeah. like, y'all just hating on her. Mm-hmm. Like you just treat her like shit, and she just walk in the room, and y'all trying to like beat her ass yeah. and exactly. shit, and you drugging her and getting her drunk and shit. It's like I remember thinking even as a kid, like y'all niggas is like haters, yeah, bro. This like, is wild. Yeah. yeah. She ain't do shit to you. She That's was like trying watching... to be your friend. She was trying to be cool with y'all. Nah. <laughs> yeah. And y'all just like, fuck yeah, you. Yeah, it's like watching 42. And you're like, what's the deal? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. Bruh. They just Haters. walk on the field and mm-hmm. it's like, fuck you. It's like, whoa. But that shit's real. That's a yeah. be- and that's the part where you be like, 
niggas really do be out here, and it's only gotten worse. Over yeah, the years and in that's the crazy part. It's only gotten worse. Mm-hmm. But yeah, boys don't cry and Phantom Menace. The way that's drama and blockbuster. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Right. Rob? So uh, I'm going to do blockbuster because I was afraid she was going to take it, and I got to do the mummy. I know. Oh, I got to do the mummy. I was I, like, that's I what I thought she was. I thought you were going to say it too. I was like, I got to take it before I somebody say it. But that was like. Damn the mummy. The mummy. The mummy, the mummy is one of one of my top favorite movies ever. of all time. When you talking about ever. you can put it on and watch the ever. whole thing any time yeah. shout or just Brandon skip to any part in the movie you feel yep. like I'm just gonna skip to the shout part. out yep. Brendan Fraser shout out Brendan Fraser I get to the mummy rising now I just be like let's get to the him yeah, coming yeah. back yeah 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 because yeah. in The Rock is the reason Brendan Fraser fell off because mm, they were like you're not him no more mm-hmm. guy you're, you're not, not the that adventurer. guy you're not the adventurer buff not even buff but like he was big solid, though yeah big dude you know but he was been to athletic school he was like that they weren't none of those guys are like the rock no yeah the rock no. was was a scorpion king after gridiron gang he was like this is me yeah it was like scorpion I'm king the rundown mm-hmm. walking tall gridiron gang like he's been nonstop, literally you could just literally mm-hmm. keep naming yeah and it'll be like the rock the rock the rock yeah the rock. but brendan fraser kind of got Stuff he down. talks about that a little bit because you know he's a Cliff Steele on Doom Patrol. And mm. He actually speaks about his blacklisting in Hollywood. He said he doesn't know what happened. So now you're saying that he was like, yeah. I had no idea. I just stopped getting. Yeah, it's because of The Rock. He was getting like all the movies that Brendan Fraser would have been in. Probably was cheaper too. Mm-hmm. Right. Because you think about Brendan Fraser but, but, and like. But now Brendan Fraser is coming back. Yeah, yeah, he has yeah. to. What's wild is that Brendan Fraser did Journey to the Center of the Earth, and then The Rock did Journey to the Center of the Earth too. Like, what? Isn't that fucked up? Don't yeah. you mention that? Brendan Fraser would have been great in Escape to Rich Mountain. Yes. Wouldn't he? <laughs> like, now that yes. I'm thinking about it, I'm like, he would have been 10 that times That was funnier. not like a rock movie for real. He, he's not a babysitter it's, type guy. That's Vin Diesel, pacifier. Yes. Right. right. They were trying to get the same type of person, yeah. but they But were... The Rock's like, no, I'm bigger than this. And he's uh. fucking he's fucking Black Adam. <laughs> fucking Black Adam. But oh, Brendan Fraser is making a comeback. He's going to be in a movie called The Whale this year uh, by Darren Aronofsky. Yes. The guy, Darren Aronofsky, did Black Swan and The Wrestler, and he also made The Fountain. And mm-hmm. uh, he did, Darren Aronofsky's a fucking. You almost made me start crying when you <laughs> said that. I felt I the movie flash in my head, and Darren, I almost started crying. And Darren Aronofsky's gonna make The Whale mm-hmm. uh, with Brendan Fraser. Yeah. So there's a, and Brendan Fraser is gonna be in Killers of the Flower Moon. In Scorsese's new movie, bring back Brendan and Fraser. And Brendan Fraser is as big as he wants to be in the whale. And the whale, yeah, he gained he weight. He gained more weight because it's about. Uh, That's why he's fat in Doom Patrol. Yeah, because he's gaining weight for the whale the because whale. it's about the movie's about like a six hundred pound dude that's mm-hmm. trying to rekindle a relationship with his daughter. Mm-hmm. But he he's gained. He was like, "I'll get you. I'll get you guys halfway there for the prosthetic. <laughs> exactly. You don't have to do all that." But the, he was like, "I'm." Cool. I think he's going for an Oscar though. Ain't nobody gaining or losing weight for no reason, okay? Like Christian Bale. Christian Bale. Fifty Cent. Did Fifty Cent even do good in that movie? Was no, that that's movie? a terrible movie. He didn't, even, he didn't even get. 
no, no type of any nothing. Recognition. He got a he picture got on no, social media yeah, he got of people making fun of That's him. That's a meme now. Yeah. What was it about? He had cancer or something? Yeah, yeah he was like a cancer. football player that had that got sick. I think I actually did see that movie. And I remember, That's actually oh, yeah. a football movie. I remember football seeing movie. that movie. Yeah, I don't remember shit about that movie. Yeah, no one, like, he tried it, but he but made yeah. Get Rich or Die trying and was like, oh, all right, I'm going to try to. <laughs> the Mummy, man. The, the Mummy. Ain't never seen no shit like that ever. No one, ever. And no one hates The Mummy. And again, no. one of the greatest ride spinoffs <laughs> ever yeah. in yeah. life. Yep. Is the mummy right at Universal Studios? For sure. We had when we went to we went to Universal Studios in '99, mind you. So when mm. we showed up, this was like the biggest shit in the prime world. Prime mummy time. We had like we bought a plate with the mummy on it. It's like a you can buy like a dinner set. I got Damn. a marble plate back then. Dang. Yo, that's why I want to go to Universal Studios so bad. I have not been back since. And then Tom Cruise tried to do that. We have been that new one. That one, that's the only one I, only part I like about that one is when uh, Russell Crowe gets underneath Tom Cruise's ribs. He gets underneath his ribs. I remember you telling me about that. He's like, huh, and he picks him up. Uh, and then he just throws him. That makes my fucking stomach Also, hurt. new, when I seen the movie, I was like, immediate girl crush. I was like, I might be questionable at nine You're talking years about old. fucking, uh. What's her name? Rachel Wise? Rachel Wise. When you were talking about somebody gorgeous. Oh, and then what about the the girl? Her name was Evelyn. Let me see. When she does Evie. the when she used to Yeah. She would do that, you'd be like, oh. Oh man. like if I have a daughter, her name's gonna be Evie. Patricia Velasquez. The girl who plays the uh Anoxin Moon. Anoxin Moon. Yeah. We talking about somebody fine. Yep. Yep. Right there. And then comes back. And it comes back. I said, oh, they gave, they brought a knock to the moon back for the whole movie yep. this time. They was like, somebody said, bring your fine ass back. Yeah. The mummy great, returns. Great cast also. Mm-hmm. Oh, buddy. And I think that's, I think if you were to say like. <laughs> when he does that, when he gets the thing out the wall. <laughs> I think if you were to get like top five blockbusters of all time or top 10, the mummy's on there. The mummy's on there. Has to be. They let me see. I have you put that back out in movie theaters right now. Oh. Go watch it, dude. The Mummy made 155 million plus, solid, and 415 million worldwide. That's crazy. Star Wars is unfair because it already had something. Yeah, to it's build already off Star of. Wars. Yeah, but as as a start of a franchise, 415 million. Come on now. All right, my pick. I'm going back to back. So yeah. I'm going to pick my blockbuster and I'm going to choose the Matrix. Nice. And I have to. I was hard. It was hard not to. That's because uh, when you said blockbuster, I was like, there's the big yeah. three. Yep. There's, a, mm-hmm. there's the mummy, there's Phantom Menace, and then there's the Matrix. Yeah, and the franchise. I, my life would be nothing without those three movies. The Matrix. That's one of those movies. That's revolutionary cracked, cracked an entire generation's skull open multiple generations it cracked their skull I saw open. that movie this past December when the new one came out they put the original in theaters mm-hmm. like weeks before uh, the new one came out and um, I saw it in IMAX and that movie is like the Matrix it still holds up mm-hmm. 
Oh yeah, I mean, I, just uh, the iconic like, oh, the Matrix. Oh, I'm doing the Matrix. Like, yeah, it's it's turned into a phenomenon. Just a whole thing in itself. And Neo. Like, and the obviously the levels, the symbolism, the everything about it before is before you even knew what the fuck was going on. It's just like. It was it, a cool action movie before yeah. I was woke. Yeah. It, it was the Wachowskis before the Wachowskis. Yeah. The Wachowskis Talk about sisters. boys don't cry. Now sisters. Wild. And this was in 99 when this like symbolism and the layers to the mm-hmm. Matrix wasn't. It's not like you could go on the internet and look up like simulacra and simulation. No. Like you had to like find the books. You had to yeah. be the and people the, who was already in on that kind of shit. Yeah. Exactly. You had to be weird. It quote yeah. unquote. Even the computer part of it threw you off because it was still fairly new computer. Yeah. No one knew how to new. use a computer. For they were real. like the internet. And you were like, you're a hacker. Exactly. They were like, oh, you're fucking weird. Like, yeah, it was still like to that level. But you look like you stink when you're a hacker. But if you were a hacker at the very beginning, yeah, of internet, yeah, you they were, were emo. They were the original. They're not original emos, but they were like their way to. They were like the goth, the gamer. Yes, yes. that entire movie is like hacker. Yeah, that's that started vibe. it all. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And then Grandma's boy. <laughs> <laughs> playing the fucking uh, Apex twin. You know he's better than you. <laughs> <laughs> you know he's no, right. he's not. Shut <laughs> up. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh! So gross. One hundred and seventy-two plus million. Yeah, the Matrix worldwide four hundred and sixty-seven plus. That's till this million. day. Or that was just at the time of That's opening. Box oh, yeah. What does it say? Opening weekend. Uh, opening weekend. Uh, 27 plus million. That was April 4th. In 1999, because movie tickets were still $3 back then. $5. Exactly. That's exactly. like triple You can that. make a quick triple honey that. bill now. Mm-hmm. So, let's see. When tickets are fucking $17, you can make a quick meal. Opening weekend, $24 million. Mm-hmm. That's crazy so in 99. if a dollar in 1999 was about is about a dollar eighty today. Damn, damn near double. Yeah. So what it would that be? Five hundred. That'd be like fifty million. Yeah. Oh, you said Box 27, 54 million. That would have been fifty four million opening weekend. Opening weekend. Just opening Wild. weekend, half of what you need to be a blockbuster. Mm-hmm. Open that's crazy. Opening weekend. And that came out in April? April. Beginning of the year. Damn. And, then and I'm also, sure that shit was in theaters till October. <laughs> yeah, because back then movies would just stay in the theater. Yeah, you didn't have no streaming to go right. to. Yeah, it's like we're gonna keep it here till people stop. Like coming. DVDs right. were just like starting for real mm-hmm. in until the 90s. it got till the three dollar movies two years later. Mm-hmm. It was like oh three dollars, I'm gonna go see this shit. It's All been right, out. so I got my blockbuster, The Matrix. Yes. Um, and now, now I'm gonna get. I already got my drama. Mm-hmm. I was watching Oscar nomination. I'm going to take Paul Thomas Anderson's Magnolia. Knew it. I have to. Knew it. Another Tom Cruise. It wasn't even on my radar. I was like, it's not even on there. Also Tom Cruise. 99 was Tom Cruise's year. The two best movies he's ever made. In my eyes. Paul Thomas Anderson. Because we talked about this. Magnolia is such. It's almost not good because of how much Paul Thomas Anderson was trying to do. Because he made Hard Eight with John C. Riley, Gwyneth Paltrow, Samuel Jackson, mm-hmm. and Philip Baker Hall. 
Hard Eight. It was his first movie. It was a very solid movie. It was kind of just him almost in a way practicing making a movie. But then he made Boogie Nights, his second movie, which is obviously my favorite movie of all time. Yep. But I love Boogie Nights. I love Boogie Nights so much. And then Magnolia, after the success of Boogie Nights, Magnolia, he got fucking... Who's in that movie? Tom Cruise. He had... um, What's her name with the red hair? Uh, Julianne Moore. Mm-hmm. He had and probably why you love her still. Yes, that's one of the. <laughs> uh, Tom Cruise, Melinda Dillon, Philip Baker Hall again. Philip Seymour Hoffman, Alfred Molina, William H Macy. Uh, just a lot of like really good theater actors. Mm-hmm. Like, Phil- like Philip Seymour Hoffman has a great fucking performance in here. Yeah, William Macy. Mm-hmm. He's funny. He's in a Alfred lot of... Alfred Molina. Yeah. Louis Guzman. Orlando he, Jones was in there. Mm-hmm. Uh, you said Felicity, Felicity Huffman. Did you? Pat, Philip Seymour Pat, Huffman? Yeah, Patton Oswalt. No, Felicity Huffman. Oh, no, no, no. That sounded like you were trying to say Philip Seymour Hoffman. No. Pat, uh, Patton Oswalt was in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was just... It was really good. And there's... It's a big story. It all takes place in the span of one day. It's a three-hour movie. But it takes the span of one day. And it's basically about like fate and like coincidence almost. And I guess the duality of that, the polar opposite, the polarity of that. Mm-hmm. And um, I don't know. It's just, it was, it's thought provoking. Because it's how these like, it's five different stories. And then how these completely different people in completely different scenarios and what they're going through kind of just all end up connecting across and by the end of the movie i'm just gonna say like it's a spoiler but fuck it i don't care 89 people it's a great movie go watch it cut it off skip like 30 seconds if you don't want to but like ends up raining frogs in the movie because of how wild this shit is and it's just almost by the end of the movie you're so like wrapped up in it that you're like what the fuck is this and it's just so effective and john c Riley is kind of tapping into more into his comedic roles in mm-hmm. this because he plays like a almost like a socially awkward neurotic kind of cop but it's it's really cool magnolia is a really high concept movie and like you either hate it or you love it kind it's of like movie. a psychedelic crash in a way yeah yeah just like that mm-hmm. or a coked out crash yeah i would yeah. say that shit because of how high concept even yeah. when uh after magnolia which was made in 1999 or released in 1999, I should say. Um, Paul Thomas Anderson went to, uh, was on the set of Eyes Wide Shut to meet Tom Cruise. And then, or that's where he met Kubrick. And then, like, it was just funny how everything, even like the movie Magnolia, how everything plays out. Yeah. But like when he met Stanley Kubrick, he, was, uh, com- he wasn't complaining. He was just asking him, like, the size of his crew. Mm-hmm. He was just like, because Stanley Kubrick only had, like, 10 people yeah. 15 people working on the movie which in a movie you need like 40 or 50 or 60 people on a crew mm-hmm. but kubrick had like 10 or 15 or some shit like that and then he was like how come we have so many only this many people and kubrick was like well how many do you need right <laughs> and then uh paul thomas, Sander- paul thomas anderson was like like a fucking hundred <laughs> <laughs> i was googling it that's a real thing rain and frog mm-hmm yeah, I was like, they they t- they literally said just like the movie Magnolia is just like that. Mm-hmm. They said it happens just like the way it happens in Magnolia. Yeah, it and was the symbolism is like 
a form of reckoning. Yeah. yeah it's like a, because it's a plague Wake in the Bible. Yeah. yeah. And and literally when he uh, went to Little Nicky to go see uh, to go meet Adam Sandler, to he wanted to make Punch Drunk Love, the, which was PTA's next movie. Mm-hmm. And uh, Quinn Tarantino also went there on set to meet Adam Sandler mm-hmm. because uh, Adam Sandler, if you didn't know, was supposed to be the bear Jew in Inglorious Bastards. That was the original casting, but it ended up being Eli Roth. But because he just wanted a Jewish person to be the bear Jew. So he was like, Adam Sandler, let me get the fucking most popular Jewish person mm-hmm. ever. But uh, Adam Sandler, uh, Quinn Tarantino and Paul Thomas Anderson ran into each other and they're like, what are you doing here? And they're like, I'm here, here to see Adam Sandler. He's like, wait, me I'm too. supposed to be Adam Sandler. And so they were like basically fighting to to meet Adam Sandler. And he ended up doing while he was shooting Little Nicky after he did Punch Truck Love. And after PTA and Sandler talked to each other, Adam Sandler watched Magnolia after shooting. He saw Magnolia and called PTA and he was like, buddy, 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 we're not planning on making anything like this, right? <laughs> he was like, no, I got He was like, no, trust you. me. And I actually watched Punch Drunk Love with Tatiana and Tatiana loved it. She was like, this is one of the best movies you've shown me. <laughs> but because the first movie I ever showed Tatiana was Good Time. So I'm sure the span of movies mm-hmm. i actually showed her like in the beginning of our relationship i showed her training day she's never seen that and so i was just oh, showing her all starter. like the cool right. the cool movies but uh we watched punch drunk love not too long ago and that movie is just fucking flawless i love that movie so much but magnolia is my pick and so the matrix blockbuster and magnolia oscar nomination my okay. two picks all right rob sorry i just had to I'm getting my shit off in this. No, you're, no please. I, I'm looking for Zoe's cakes, so please be careful. No. Um, um, you did your drama and blockbuster. Yeah. Yes, I did. I am on. Uh, I think I'm gonna do my horror comedy, and that will be. See, I had a choice, but then I changed my off light. Oh yeah. That makes sense. That's, That's definitely <laughs> yeah, Rob's movie. Yeah, 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 yeah. When I think yeah. of life, I think of Rob for sure. Life, life. Doesn't it, that movie has like a deep you ending? Gonna eat doesn't your it? Cornbread? No, it's it's a funny or a scene. It's a great. It's a deep ending where you're like, oh shit, mm-hmm. but then you see the actual ending. You're like, ha. I haven't seen that movie since you like you were watching it in the van. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because I had it on DVD. Mm-hmm. Like to smoke in there and watch life. Mm-hmm. Your cornbread. <laughs> I'm gonna eat my motherfucking cornbread. You, you talking to me? <laughs> but prime Eddie Murphy. That's like Eddie Murphy, not yeah. downfall, but it was definitely like when he was still here. Mm-hmm. But he probably was just mm-hmm. making too much money at the time. Him and Martin Lawrence, fresh off of Perfect. like what? And that yeah, that was Martin Lawrence coming up all right. the way up, like into the stratosphere. And then Life won for best makeup and hairstyling. For like the prosthetic, yeah. When they the have the old, when they're old. Oh, people. when they're old. Others you make because they look like slaves so well. <laughs> Them motherfuckers look like slaves. They look like they belong there. It was working in that. Tell them about the gun babe. line, boss. Babe, one of my favorite lines in a movie. What? Tell them about the gun line, boss. No, I'm the pappy. Out of baby. Yeah, fucking R.I.P. Bernie Mac. Uh, Bernie Mac. 
Can't Get Right. Can't one, Get Right. One of the greatest. Mm. It's yeah. a great movie. Life is hilarious. That was a good pick. Yeah. I didn't even think about that, to be honest, but that's a good pick. Mm. I thought I was going to pick Blue Streak. I knew it was Martin Lawrence, but I saw Life. Blue Streak. Blue I, Streak, though. I've seen that one a million times. I've seen times. that one. There was Blue Streak. Uh, nothing to lose and national security. I got this. <laughs> what, uh, Luke Wilson, when he was like, I got this. this. Luke Wilson, he's like, he was like, and all that. He was, what he tried to see, say something ebonically. Like, he was yeah. like, uh, what the fuck did he say? Fuck. God damn it. He was like, I got this. No, he said damn something it. else. He was like, keeping it real. Some shit like that. He said something like that. I don't know, but he's. Hilarious. And he's like, Officer, I got your pizza. Yeah. When he's dancing. Oh, oh. And the dude when he has the, the cream on his hand, he was like, mm, mm. <laughs> He's with the shake his hand. Give me yeah. that. There was a good story too though, just with the yeah. with uh the diamond and him trying to get the damn I love diamond. Yeah. Blue Streak is And the bad guy. That mm-hmm. movie that movie is nostalgic. For me, yeah, because like me too, yeah. that being on on a Saturday morning while mom's cleaning, mm-hmm. and I'm like four years old, yeah. and I'm just like watching like, Martin Lawrence, a good day. just like it was always a Martin Lawrence movie on mm-hmm. all the time, always. And um, that was you picked life, yeah, comedy, and then you oh, Menda goes, Menda has the back to back picks, yeah, damn, and then Menda's about to pick the fucking rest of the movies, <laughs> right? All right. Oscar nom? So I'm going to do my Oscar nominee because my horror comedy. That's why I said I was like, we need two fucking. Two different ones? Two different ones. Because, oh my God, there's so many. I feel like I know what you're going to pick. Go. Oscar nominee. Oscar nominee is Sleepy Hollow. Oh. Nice. Okay. I love that. What one. was that uh, Donnie nominated Depp. for? Uh, Production. Production and design? Nice. Tim Burton. Yep. The whole aesthetic of it was very oh, I love it. Just dark it. and foggy. Go back and listen to our Tim Burton episode back in October. Right? Yeah. Last October. Damn, Halloween. that was a long ass time ago. Last October. It was almost last year. Um yeah. The Headless Horseman. Mm-hmm. I mean When he fucking kisses her, but he didn't really kiss her, he was like, I'm gonna bite your fucking tongue out of your mouth. There's just blood. Great. That's a good Halloween. That's a great movie. When he's kissing her and there's blood running mm-hmm. down the side of I her mouth. I think like that goes into like the timber and spooky vibes. Like it's so perfect. Major. Yeah. Major spooky vibes. Yeah. I, that's a good pick for horror. That's for like, horror. I don't know. It's just Tim Burton has his own place in horror. Because yeah. it's not even horror. Yeah. It's, it's just like, like an as- it's an aesthetic of horror. Yeah. Because he has his own. That's it's what, his own lane. Yeah. It's his own thing. No one can copy it. If you try to copy it, people will call it out. It's like it's like uh, oh. like they say with Wu Tang. Like if you try to copy their flow, you they're gonna call you out. And they're gonna be like, you're copying like Wu Tang style. But Tim Burton. Tim Burton. If you try it's to Tim do, Burton. it's just Tim Burton. Forever. Yeah. So that's my like, uh, Oscar nominee. Mm-hmm. Is Sleepy Hollow for and Best Production and as a win. Nice. Um, I did have The Matrix though for my Oscar. They won for Best Visual best Effect. Sound. Oh, Best Sound and Best Visual Effects mm-hmm. because of that. Purely because yeah. of the bending the, down scene, the bending backwards. The that bullet. scene alone won Best Visual Effects. 
because they set up like 30 cameras mm -hmm. and just doo -doo 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 went like that and took 30 pictures um and then like blended it faded it great all together great. and then great. um great it's a great scene that forever i and then the seen. sound design obviously is I, remember, I remember there was an article about that when that they were like that scene cost like at the time it, it was took a like a week to a, make yeah, it was a ridiculously expensive scene now you can fucking but, have cameras and how, shit at your party that go 360. yeah how mm -hmm. worth it Bruh. is that shot yeah you know what i mean they yeah. spent a week trying to get one how long was that 10 seconds, Ten seconds. that the spin around yeah. part maybe three seconds it's like whoosh, the slow down maybe seven yeah, because seconds because the zoom in on him as the bullets are yeah. flying at him when he's bent like the placement it. of the cat had to be perfect and it, editing it together mm -hmm. had to be a bitch but then you know six figure scene now Easily. that you could put a trademark on that alone those seven seconds yeah. of time that nft mm -hmm. oh yeah for sure for sure Oh my god, you get the original you get the original edit of the Matrix scene. You made an effect. Wachowski. Literally. The Wachowski sisters, shout out to them. Shout out to them because those are those Boy. are directors, the directors who think outside. You have to say to yourself, you have to talk to your cinematographer, your VFX people. What the fuck like, are we gonna you do? You gotta be like, I wanna do this, how do we do it? Right. And then we're like, let's use this camera, and let's do this, and let's do this, and it has to come together. And then you try it, and it doesn't work, and then you do it again. And then you just hope that it fucking works when you exactly. And then, boom, the do most it. iconic action. Because right. you think about scary movie, Matrix. Mm -hmm. Fucking Sierra, Matrix. Mm -hmm. Again, The Simpsons. Simpsons. They do that shit all the time. Well, just slow motion shit Slow in motion anything where it's like... Even the, the effects of like this... Like stopping a bullet. Yes. Like that. What was that? Um, Umbrella Academy. No. Wanted. Yes. I just watched Wanted the other day. Curving the bullet. Curving the bullet. But it was like a. A matrix shot. A matrix like following shot. the bullet. With and... the sound, with the air displacement behind it. League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. They have a. The Which relates shot. to Sean Connery because he passed on being Morpheus mm -hmm. and he passed on being. The architect passed on both roles. They were like, we want you in and this Sean, motherfucker. And then Sean Carner was like, oh, fuck. And he was like, I need to be in a cool superhero sci-fi type movie. And he chose to be in League of the Shorty Gentlemen. And Which it, I love that movie. But it's not the Matrix. Like, there's nowhere near The Matrix. Yeah, no. not, I, I would watch that movie all of it. It's not The Matrix. It's not The Matrix, but it's a great movie. The Johnny cool. Depp looking ass nigga. I just found out the other day that it's not Johnny Depp. The, all of How do you years, not know that that was For years. <laughs> But I, I like, get oh, it though. Yeah, I, I was get like, for it years, because like, of the Johnny mustache Depp. and the the he had beard the, goatee. He, yeah, everything about him was like they were like, find me a dude who gives me Johnny Depp vibe, yeah. and then we're going to yeah, put yeah, him. Yeah, in Johnny Depp movie. is so popular. Yeah. Like, give me somebody that looks like him. Right, somebody who even speaks like him. The dude had the Johnny Depp like tone and cadence and everything. <laughs> hmm. way. And it's like, shut up, bitch. I thought he was Dorian Johnny Gray? Depp. Yeah, I literally just found out like two. I was like, that's not. Johnny Depp? Like what? Oh my gosh. What's your next pick, Manda? Um okay, so I that was did Oscar. Drama. That was Oscar nominee. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna do my horror comedy. What did you just choose? I just forgot. Because we were talking Sleepy about Hollow. Sleepy, Sleepy Hollow. Sleepy Hollow for Oscar yeah. nominee. Best, oh, because we were uh, talking about visual effects. Why did mm -hmm. we start Best Production? Because of aesthetic of Sleepy Hollow. Yeah. And Tim Burton. Mm hmm I just fucking got a Woo. weird feeling. Boy. 
Okay. Um, <laughs> horror comedy. I'm going to go... Uh, The Rage, Carrie 2. Oh, fuck. Really? Yeah. You said what? The Rage, Carrie 2, like Carrie, Carrie number 2. two. That's what, there's the, a Carrie 2? The sequel, it's like... The sequel, yeah. The sequel of it. And because I, I think because I'm most connected to that that's movie. just like the you one you've seen watch that shit i've what? watched that movie really so many times is her name carrie yeah i think so it has to be they're like because it's like a lineage like she's a part of the lineage oh so she had the like telekinetic she's like power. fire starter she's like you got this passed down to you from somebody yes. and then she's carrie in high too. school i would have never guessed that would be talked about on this episode ever <laughs> Like we would ever bring that. You movie. just told me that a new movie existed. I was like, "What are you because talking about?" It was very hard. That's what I'm saying. It was very hard because I had like top comedy and then like top like horror movies. Mm-hmm. And I'm like the way. I would have thought you would have took the Blair Witch. That terrified everybody at our age. Oh yeah, that's. But true. you went for you though. Yeah, I went for did. me. That's I did, fine. I did yeah. one for me. I respect it. Yeah. I'm going for me in this one. <laughs> but am I? You're next. Yeah, yeah. I'm next. I'm going to do my Oscar nominee. I guess I have to. I like saving the wild card to the end. Yeah, me too. Because, wow. <laughs> like, I get to do any movie. Right. Which I, I already know what I'm going to choose. I have, but there's so many movies we could have done like yeah we could have done two for each category. Yeah, easy. We could have did two rounds. Maybe three. Mm-hmm. Damn, all them shits is gone. Oscar nominee? Yeah. But it doesn't uh, have to be Best Picture. It could be like, you know. Anything. Yeah. Anything that was Oscar nominated. For Best Screenplay, oh. Best Actress, Actor, Supporting, Visual Effects, Costume. You have to do Tarzan. It was nominated for really? Best Original. I'm going to look up the Oscar nominees from 99. These are just a couple of them. Oh, yeah. Look up 2000 Oscars. Oscar nominees. Okay. Because, Yeah. Tarzan is good though. Because I feel like animated. there's a movie out there that I want to pick, but I also feel like it's something Rob would pick, and I'm gonna feel bad if I get it. <laughs> I literally almost will feel bad if I draft it and Rob doesn't. Oh, you did your comedy? You did your comedy? I haven't yet. No horror. horror. I, I still have my horror and wild card. Okay. Mm-hmm. I have to do my last, my back to back after Rob. And then once I go back to back, Rob goes, and then you get the last pick. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So we're almost done. Yeah. Kids can wait. Fuck them kids. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck them kids. Fuck the kids. Damn, the horror comedy. Uh, horror the, comedy is I, hard. We could have split that. And we could have. Because there's like a few that I could be like. I really do love that movie. Uh, election. <gasps> Yes, that is a, with Reese Witherspoon. Mm-hmm. It's a super slept with uh, and Anthony. What's his name? Andrew Broderick. Matthew Broderick. Matthew Broderick. Mm-hmm. Matthew Broderick. Yes, that's a super slept on movie. I was gonna mention that in our school, college mm-hmm. episodes. Mm-hmm. Had to. Uh, 
I'm gonna have to do being dumb. Ah, oh, uh, that was the one I was talking about. I got you. I knew he was. Gonna... I saw it and I was like, I'm gonna look around knew... a little bit, but I got to, man. Oh I got God. to. I knew he was gonna take it. I knew it because that was what I was talking about. If yeah. I had taken it, I knew Rob would be like, "Fuck." Yeah. Because we only got a little bit on this list from the the notes, so I was like, "Let me go actually look." Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, being John Malkovich. Got to. I'm glad somebody drafted it because god damn is that movie so funny and original weird. it's original it's i don't know it's just like i feel like it's underrated but it's good to stay like in it's like cult following yeah. great john yeah. cusack movie mm-hmm. yeah. i love him in that movie and cameron diaz is super hot mm-hmm. she's like supposed to be like nerdy and like not hot but she's still just I think her doing that is hot. Did you see any given Sunday? <laughs> yeah, when she showed up on that ninety nine, I was like, "You are a bad D." When when she would walk through the locker room, and they'd be like, "Damn, <laughs> damn," yeah, and they'd be all whispering and shit. And then Jamie Foxx is the one that hollered at her for real. Damn, I feel like she's one of those in person people. You're like, like you're even more beautiful. Yeah, but you know what's funny is my dad hates Cameron Diaz. A lot of people don't think she's pretty. Like absolutely, how like, her mouth is big. Like I'm not a fan of uh, blondes. Like that's not my type. But like Cameron Diaz, yeah, I don't really don't. Cameron Diaz is like, like are you kidding me? She's been in. She's been consistent mm-hmm. until she was like. She looks right, exactly from the the sex tape movie to, from the mass of the sex tape movie. She looks exactly. I think she's half Mexican, ain't she? Is she? That's where she gets Diaz from. Mm-hmm. Damn, but fucking. Being John Malkovich. She's from L.A. Being John Malkovich. So, L.A. What's that? Remember the uh, painting? <laughs> and there was, somebody had a painting of a, somebody made a mural of Kobe, and they oh. tried to have him doing this, but this part of his arm was like, too, way too fucking long. <laughs> all right, all right. All right all horror right. comedy, Go. Nate. So, in my horror comedy, I think I'm going to go with a comedy. I'm okay. gonna choose Office Space. Nice. I thought you would go Big Daddy. Nah. Were you I, talking about iconic? I mean, but Big Daddy is uh, for me. Is for, it for you. But like, I Office iconic, Space. Iconic Office Space. Yeah, for sure. That was a good one. If you work, no. If you ever have the 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 job of sitting at a desk, you'll be like. Holy shit, like, this is I'm real. I'm burning this bitch down. <laughs> like, this like, is a real movie. Like watching, oh, this is all 90, which is crazy. There's some movies we haven't touched that are really popular, but yeah. I'm going to just, it's, so in 1999, if you watch these three movies, you definitely quit your job. If you watch Office Space, yes. if you watch The Matrix, yes. and if you watch Fight Club, yes. you're probably going to kill yourself Yep. if you watch the three of those movies back to back, because Watching The Matrix, Office Space, and Fight Club, nothing matters. If you became a millionaire in that time frame, you watch those three movies. You're like, man, fuck my job. I'm about to go invest in myself. Yeah. 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 Fuck this. So, yeah. 19, I'm going to go with Office Space nice. for my horror comedy. I love... I wish Mike Judge made more movies. But he made. He gave us Beavis and Butthead. Mm-hmm. And he... Office Space is just so... It's time. It's, it's honestly timeless yeah, with like corporate great. America. And that's I think that's why you like The Office so much too. Mm-hmm. Because it's like it's like an extended yeah Office version. space of like it being funny and relatable. Yeah. And like 
I don't know. It's just it's cool. But you feel you you see yourself in that position too. Like you're like it's so realistic. And so yeah. And then my wild card. This one's the hardest for me, if I'm being honest. I mean, because every other movie and it's every comedy. I was like, okay, Idle Hands, loved it, Mm -hmm. need it, Blue Streak, Big Daddy. Bowfinger. Mm. I almost want to choose two wild cards. House on Haunted Hill. No. <laughs> so. But go ahead. I'm just going to do it for my wild card. My last pick. Yeah. I'm choosing Ghost Dog. The, okay. w- the Way of the Samurai. Okay. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Ghost Dog, The okay. Way of the Samurai, directed by Jim Jarmusch. <laughs> Came out in 1999, starring Forrest Whitaker. You're right. One of. Come on, Ghost Dog. Ghost Dog Let's go. is so good. People don't even understand. Like, it was the the cinematographer was Robbie Mueller. He's one of the best, my favorite cinematographers of all time because I love the way he shoots night scenes. Mm-hmm. And like shooting night scenes on film, especially in 99. <laughs> right. It's like, and you're shooting Forrest Whitaker. It's like because of the color of his skin and how hard that is to just shoot people with dark skin. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's not that hard for cops. <laughs> that was a good one. Don't say. Oh, I'm so sorry. I wasn't even. What happened? I'm gonna say the joke again. Say the joke again. Because of how hard it is to shoot people at night with dark skin, and I said it's not that hard for cops. It's a good joke. That was a good one. It's a good one. It's about cops, not black Ooh. people. That's amazing. But <laughs> that should have been in your stand-up. Ah, uh, <laughs> you did have a cop one, I think, in there. No, no, no. It was about uh black people. Oh yeah, yeah. And how yeah. when they're good at a sport, they take over the sport. Yeah. And I was like, you guys are appropriating our culture. That was my joke. <laughs> <laughs> That's so good. Um, I'm pretty sure, I was like, I think I see a gun. Um, what's it called? Ghost Dog, Robbie Ghost Mueller, Dog. great cinematography. Because in like back then, you would think that at nighttime, like there has to be a fucking a million lights on. Mm-hmm. But like it looks like n- how night would actually look, and it's just so perfectly shot. And it's a samurai movie, Menda, mm-hmm. in New York City, and he lives like it's so. Oh my god, I love samurai because I watch. It was filmed in New Jersey though. <laughs> but like it's so good menda i i have like ghost dog was one of the first like like not popular movies i've ever seen Mm -hmm. where it's just like damn not a lot of people know about this because we have i literally have it on dvd yeah like out there on the hallway and uh i love ghost dog i had to pick it i was stuck between this and bringing out the dead with nicholas cage the martin scorsese movie Mm. So many good things in 99, man. All right, next pick. Okay. <laughs> Menda, la- or no, yeah, Rob. Yeah, 420. Thanks. Rob is your last pick. Wild card. Wild card. Bowfinger. <laughs> Knew it. I saw. Knew it. Something else, but I was like, no, it's Bowfinger. It has gonna, to be Bowfinger. I was going to pick The Haunting. Mm. Okay. Because when Another the fucking piano, I always remember when the piano string, when the ghost tightened the string, it was like, bing, it's. <laughs> Sliced her eyeball, and they had to put they put a yeah. shot glass on her eye. And I always used to wonder. I was like, "Why are you filling up the cup with blood?" I had no idea what was happening, but damn, mm. why are you filling it? Up? That's the only thing I could think of. I was like, "Why 
I was like, are you going to drink that? Like, mm. Bowfinger. Bowfinger. Steve, Steve Martin. Ooh. When fucking Eddie Murphy does that. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh. <laughs> and his brother was actually fucking the most the most famous mega star in the world. He was like, yes, yeah, my twin brother. He was like, what? <laughs> and what's your last pick, man? A wild card. Okay, wild card. This is hard as fuck. Right? But damn, in 2014 when we did the draft, I was upset that there was no Scorsese movie, and now in '99 there is a Scorsese movie, and I still didn't pick it. <laughs> uh, so many. Okay. Um. Ninety-nine. You got it. What do you? What is your heart leading you to, Amanda? My heart is leading me to 10 Things I Hate About You. Damn. I almost did that just to piss you off. <laughs> I almost took it just to piss you off because I do Ten love that movie. 10 Things I Hate About You. 10 Things I Hate Talk About You. That's, that's a school movie. When Talk we do about Menda. A Menda movie? Yep. When she told me, when she described her high school to me, I used to always ask her, I was like, was your high school like the high school from the movies? And she used to be like, what are you talking about? I was like, like from it's, like... You would think, when I think, because obviously I didn't go to school with Menda, but when I just think about Menda in high school, I think about like early 2000s movies. Even though she was in third grade. (laughs) (laughs) I kept the same energy the whole time. 10 Things I Hate About You, I just... I was like, you can go outside (laughs) in your school? (laughs) What? Um, Just a great movie. Great it's it is iconic. It's like Julia Stiles, Heath Ledger, Heath Ledger, Joseph, Joseph Gordon Levitt, early Joseph Gordon Levitt, oh early David Holtz. God, I just watched Project Gabrielle Power. Union. Yeah, she was in it. Mm-hmm. Damn. Yeah, that's a it's just a solid so, pick. So now good. run through everybody's picks and then we'll wrap it up. And we'll wrap it up. Nate, drama, eyes wide shut, comedy. Office Space, Blockbuster, The Matrix, Oscar nominee, Magnolia, Wildcard, Ghost Dog. Hell yeah. Amanda, Drama, Boys Don't Cry, Amanda, Horror, The Rage, Carrie 2. Carrie 2. Uh, Blockbuster, uh, Star Wars, Phantom Menace, uh, Oscar nominee, Sleepy Hollow, The Wildcard, 10 Things I Hate About You. Amanda, you look, you have a list. Yeah, that was fire. Rob. The Green Mile for drama, Life for comedy, The Mummy for blockbuster, Being John Malkovich for Oscar nominee, and Bowfinger for wildcard. That's a good. Rob that's a good. Yeah, and my shit got the fire. That, was good. that, was <laughs> that good. shit got the fire. Like damn, I'm about to go home and watch all five of yeah. them joints, yo. Those are all fire. Um, so I, I'll I didn't do it for last time, but I'll make a graphic for this one because I got two weeks to do yeah. it. But. <laughs> But uh, this one I want to see the results of because I feel like the people who f- like follow us on Instagram mm-hmm. will be like, oh, 1999. Yeah. Everybody has seen a movie from 1999. Right. Yeah. Also, honorable mention. No so one has Big picked. Mata, Drive Me Crazy, Lake Placid, yeah. Flight I'm glad you, Fight I wanted somebody to go no through one the list has of stuff that come Fight out. Club? No. We had to avoid that. Which is to. crazy. Because it's, it's just, it's, it's always there. It's there. It's, it's, it's like Drake. Yeah. Right. You're just... Drake is Fight Club. And then she's all that deep blue sea. All for a high Saints. school jock named Brock with my man click on the beatbox. 
Dog, Dogma, the Kevin Smith movie. Dogma. Tarzan. I love Dogma. It's free on YouTube, by the way. With, you can go watch it. The Chris Blair Rock. Witch Project. The Sixth Sense. American which, Beauty. American 99 Beauty. really was a turn of the, the century. The Virgin Suicides. The Double I, Jeopardy. The, I the Iron did that so many times at the beginning. The Talented the Mr. Ripley. Yes. American Pie. American Pie. Uh, Existence. Uh, Entrapment. The Insider. The Boondock Saints. Boondock Saints, man. I Fuck. love it. Wild Wild West. The Bone Collector. Go. Any Given Sunday. We talked Any about that. Any Given Sunday. In the football episode. Mm. Uh, yeah, the hurricane with Denzel. It even it, like Menda said entrapment. Catherine entrapment. Zeta Jones, her fine ass. Under the fucking Catherine, Catherine Alpha Under- Zeta Jones. The lasers. <laughs> she deeps beneath lasers. Oh. Oh my God. Ninety nine, baby, Catherine for the two thousand. That was one of the funniest lines in Rick and Morty history. Catherine Alpha through Omega Jones. Babe, you say that shit all the time. Because you gotta understand. You gotta know why that shit is funny. It's a Greek letter. And they said Catherine Alpha through Omega Jones. From every dimension, she's Alpha through Omega. That's smart. That's clever. Damn, that shit was hilarious. All right, let's Let's wrap it up. Peace out, guys. Vote. For who had the best lineup. Yeah. Because We're none of this it really matters. Yeah. It was All right, bye.